0: right club be the right club today
1: yes. well, I mean, that's better than most how about him that is better than most better than most
0: expect anything different ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the no laying Up podcast sally here dj Pie here emergency edition of the podcast uh today I had to move today and I told uh, my fiance, I was like she's like, Hey, you know, she stays in tune on Sundays, like, you got anything you need to do for work? And I'm like, No I mean like if Tiger won, like this is way before the week started. Like if Tiger won, I might have to do a podcast that night, but like what are the chances of that happening?
1: And here we are. This is, uh, you know, it's not unlike a doctor being called into the ER. That's pretty much uh, it. on a personal, personal day. Uh, so thank you for being here. Let what, me just start
0: with that. Just, did Tiger fuse his knee? Is that what the surgery was here that he when he got his knee scraped? It could be, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: what a day, man! This is honestly one of the best, uh, one of the best Sundays I can remember. Just an A plus day all the way around. We had the air show here in Jacksonville. Jags win. Minshew magic rolls on. Get to watch some Tiger in prime time. It was what a break for the tour! For real, that was Monday like, finish. There were some, there were some concerns, uh, mostly from Tron, that it could have been a simulation uh, <laughs> akin to the 2016 PGA. We had Hideki Matsuyama and Tiger Wood. I mean, it was a focus group. Uh, it was a focus group afternoon, but I, I'm going to say it was not faked. I'm going to say it was real, and uh, I'm going to celebrate uh, a great day of professional golf.
0: Even if it is fake, you know, if, you know, yeah, supposedly if is, the tour has turned a blind eye to some suspect uh, use of some materials that Tiger has had over the years. It's all rumor. It's, <laughs> it's all speculation. This is extremely alleged. This is yeah. extremely, extremely, extremely alleged. Let him do it on a, st- a sound stage. I don't care. Yeah, that's fine.
1: That's true. I was actually just watching a uh, documentary about uh, The Shining. This is way off topic. Okay. But they were going deep into how potentially uh kubrick could have faked the moon landing oh, using, no, I, using I, some of the uh, did you watch that? No, I got R- I G3 got this on the agenda for sure. Oh that's yeah yeah no it's good. Topic 1. Anyways yeah it's point being it wouldn't be as hard as people think to <laughs> to fake it. Especially when you start crowd control, you start limit you know limiting that the number of people suspect. who come in. 3000
0: people exactly 3000 people. Yeah. They were very quick to say it was going to be a Monday finish when they were rained sure. out on Friday. How convenient. I hmm. uh,
1: I'm that's the best decision they have made in A long time. I was so psyched to hear that, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be like 630 to 830 on Sunday night. Oh, God, that's the ideal situation,
0: which I was going to feel bad if we weren't going to do a podcast tonight, because we've long argued like, hey, there should be an event in Japan. We've one of our many half baked ideas and and suggestions we have. Oh, they should do a tournament here. Why don't they play in Australia more? They need to go to Korea. They should go to Japan. The reality is, it happens in the middle of the night, and it kind of sucks. Uh, so I didn't get to watch much, really, at all, really at all until until today. I mean, just that's just how schedules go. I Ooh. tried
1: super hard to stay up last night. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm Tigers winning. I'm a I'm a supposed golf fan. I'm gonna stay up and and really get psyched about this. And I just through no fault of the golf. I yeah, I fell asleep at like one thirty.
0: We do need to give a shout out um, to Tron. The,
1: well, by the way, the the whole like they should do an event in Japan, and like it, one thing is you know us not watching the telecast is one thing. Did you see the fucking crowds? Oh, out unbelievable. There? <laughs> like it was that a smashing is success. so much more what it's about than it whether we're a, watching it or yes, not. Yes, it
0: was a success before Tiger won this thing. Yeah. I mean, you could just see how much like I mean, the Korean events cool, but like Jeju Island isn't like nowhere, Korea. Right? Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like an island. Super isolated. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's not necessarily I don't think it necessarily captures like the gulf hungry Korean people within yeah. the continental Korea. China um, is China, China's China. Uh, We'll get to that one. Actually, we probably won't. We're gonna miss. We're gonna skip that one entirely. And then Japan, but this is like this is a huge, huge, huge deal. And it was. It looked really awesome on TV for uh, the part, the highlights and stuff that we saw from the early rounds and uh, all the hype around it. The skins game was. I mean, we didn't really watch. It was. It started midnight. Mister Skin. (laughs) Mister. You are getting the mileage out of that
1: one. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to blow on the flame <laughs> to get that one going a little bit.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, the skins game they kind of really overhyped and no, no one. I don't think anyone really cared. I mean, Do they you were st- mic'd up. We I was, have a very important question. Okay, that we're
1: volleying back and forth. Does skins stink? The format? Yeah. Like oh, for like, sure. I think it might. Yeah, yeah. It's I, not good. Every time I've ever played it, like it's not.
0: It's, it's just you, not that fun. You immediately detach like five holes in. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, oh, well, and then you get to the end. It's like, wait, were we each paying five bucks for the skin, <laughs> or like, do you just get five total? How do carry-overs? you divide that four ways? Yeah. Are we really doing carryover? Yeah, skins was oh, terrible game. Yeah, how did it become popular?
1: Uh, I think it's just really easy to understand, and it's it's easy for as a <laughs>
0: until they uh, introduced validation. Oh, <laughs> well, that's true.
1: Yeah. Uh no, there's a you know I think it was like the the TV product that they had going for years and years and years is probably like where most of the popularity came from. I'm sure
0: this is definitely gonna be talking out of two sides of my mouth when I said, you know, the match. I don't care about how much money they're playing for, which was nine million. I think the, skin, the total skins was like three hundred fifty thousand. I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of lame. <laughs> like, first of all, Tiger and Rory and J Day and Hideki aren't showing up to play for three fifty, so there was some appearance fees, if sure. you will. I don't know how they worked that out. They
1: may have been doing some clinics that week.
0: Potentially. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what about, like, I don't know. Like, Got to be playing for at least a little bit of something out there. But, I don't know. I didn't want, it was, if you're going to air that at midnight, you you can't expect the U.S. audience to tune in. Maybe they didn't care, because, I mean. Yeah,
1: no, I'm sure they didn't. I mean, was, I'm sure it was, like, a huge, I have read almost nothing about it and really haven't heard all that much about it. I'm sure it was a success overseas. It sounded like on-site it was a ton of fun and, and people were, were really into it. But, yeah, it's just you know, through no fault of anybody's, like just not right. not conducive with my old man lifestyle.
0: They mic the players up. Nobody seemed to be too affected by it. Hmm. Uh, like, <laughs> also, I didn't. There's an idea.
1: Like it didn't. Uh, you know, we were slightly checked out. We we're filming a tour saw season five. We can get to that later. But uh, you know, normally when something crazy interesting happens, when players are mic'd up, like the meme culture takes over and those moments kind of spread all over the place. I didn't really see anything. I don't know what I missed. Uh, did I miss
0: anything? It started at midnight.
1: I don't but know. I, I'm just saying, like, usually no. stuff. Somebody watches it, and stuff trickles out. I'm like, oh, my God, did you see this moment? Tiger said, what? He had the. He responded in the perfect way <laughs> to some trash talk from Jason Day. And I, I saw none
0: of that. So, well, I think that you, anyone, at least on social media, gets pushed away immediately when they start talking about trash talk before sure. the thing has even started. No, exactly. It's like, yeah, you're not. No, that's not how it works. Like, this
1: is all the same stuff we said about the match where it's like, you, you know, can't fake this stuff. No, and you're telling Tiger and all these guys like, okay, go play super elite golf, but also be on the whole time, but right. also be funny, but also don't be too funny, but also don't say this, but it, but don't swear, but right. maybe swear a little, but do, it's just like it's an impossible ask for these guys who are the best in the world at right. one thing, and that one thing is not like being professional entertainers.
0: Well, and you also get Tiger, who you know we've talked about this before. Literally <laughs> every joke he's told in the last 25 years. Everyone has laughed at. So, like, he will just say a statement like, "I'm starving." (laughs) (laughs) That's totally something I would say. The audience will laugh, or like the reporters will laugh at it. Uh, There was some good. Like, they had a (laughs) they had a one club challenge on one of the holes, which was interesting because like Rory is a par five, and Rory. uh, The highlight I did see is Rory was contemplating doing five wood, five wood. To try to get there and like chip with the five wood around the green, but I think it ended up going like six iron, six iron, six iron, six iron whatnot. But that's that's an idea we would say. We sure, like, hey, do yeah, a one cool. club challenge, yeah. and they did it. And yeah, I don't know why they chose Japan for this, but yeah, I'm maxing out my
1: availability to talk about the skins. Game. Uh, we, I, got, I, I was gonna they, say yeah. I
0: don't know why we're leading with the skins game here because yeah. Tiger Woods just tied sneeze record. How big of a deal is sneeze record to you?
1: Uh, well, you added an important qualifier on the end of that sentence there, because uh, I thought you were going to say, how big of a deal is the record? I'm like, yeah, you know, it's a big deal. And he said to me, and I'm like, ah, I I haven't, like, I think it's really, really cool, and I don't want to diminish anything, but I've always thought it was kind of, I always thought it was kind of shitty that, like, Tiger didn't have this record well, a long yeah. time ago. Like, it, it's so, it feels so lopsided, and that's to take nothing away from, like, Sneed won hundreds of events, yeah. <laughs> and this is... You know, Bill Fields actually, I think for Golf Digest, wrote a really, really good piece about kind of the whole the whole uh, dynamic here and what's at play. And and uh, one thing that was in there that was really cool was, you know, the only really strong positive about whatever Sneed's, you know, Sneed's 82 is that it's kind of kept Sneed in the conversation for all these years. Yeah. And that is a cool way to think about it, I think, uh, because he doesn't really – resonate in the majors race as much as you know jack or or anybody else and so it's cool to have and know, we have
0: like no like our generation has like exactly, no video yeah. evidence of sneed we've never you know we at least get masters highlights and stuff from jack and arnie and all those guys that were still before our time but, but yeah i agree it's it's just hard too because
1: through no fault of sneeds i mean through no fault of anybody here like it's no just to a no offense to anyone Uh, it's just, the tour was so freaking different back then, you know, like, it wasn't like organized. No, exactly. Joel, Joel Beal from, uh, I believe Golf Digest rounded up, uh, just some, some ways to think about it. And like, everybody always says, you know, oh, well, Snead's record is blah, blah, blah. And he kind of pulled a few of the highlights in those 82 victories. There were six against fields of 15 or fewer, uh, including (laughs) one of the cat, one of them. Yeah. We'll get to that. (laughs) One of them was a, one of them was a four player field that he won. There was three 36-hole events, one 18-hole event, and the 1950 Crosby Pro-Am, uh, where instead of a playoff, they just gave a victory to each of the four players who were tied. <laughs> so, G1? Yeah, again, shout out to uh, Joel Beal for rounding up all those all those stats. Which we've but known it, that, yeah. It, it, well, yeah, so I think that's always been kind of like the, the secret. And I think the tour, rightfully so, and, and understandably, has kind of you know, look to chase, you know, turn this thing into this chasing 82 and, uh, all those things, which makes sense because the tour doesn't own any of the majors. We talk about this all the time and, you know, they, they do want to take some ownership of their history and, and kind of tie it to PJ tour events. So I get, I get why it happened, but it was also cool, uh, in that, um, in that Bill Fields piece I mentioned, they, they kind of broke down how they actually came up with the 82 victories which was there was basically just, like, this panel in 1986, I believe, and it was, like, Dean Beeman and a bunch of people who were playing back then, and, and they just, like, the day after the Masters, according to the story, they the day after the Masters, they sat down, and they just went through a list, and they were basically like, all right, that one counts, that one doesn't count, that one counts, <laughs> that, one counts that one counts, that one doesn't count. And so it's uh, just, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting topic, uh, albeit, you know, maybe not, the, not such a black-and-white topic.
0: Yeah, I mean... It would Let me meet. say,
1: Tiger's eighty-two is very black and white. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's
0: that's the black and white part of this. Well, it's also it's a weird celebration, right? Because if I'm, I want you to answer this question as fast as you possibly can. Okay. Okay. How many of the wins of Tiger's eighty-two came before he turned thirty-four years old? Fast as you can go. Forty. Seventy-one. Jesus. Seventy-one before he turned thirty-four years old, and he has eleven in the last. Yeah, that was decade a decade or so. Yeah, it was that was really I think bad I yeah. got in your head to answer his. fast you did, as you can. Yeah, like, exactly. So he's kind of limped over the fan. But there was also the time period, of course, where we thought this wouldn't happen. So yeah. it, there is that to celebrate. And uh, I don't know. The fact that he's winning tour events means more to me than he's than the fact that he's breaking a record, if that makes sense. Hope For sure. Sense.
1: No, of course. And I, and I think it does put into perspective, you know, there's a million stats uh, that you can rattle off about the 82 wins because – it's easy to kind of throw it out, like, oh, yeah, Tiger, you know, he, he tied the record. It's like, dude, nobody else is even fucking close, Oh, man. God, like, yeah. like, that's the other cool thing is uh, Sean Martin tweeted something that he, uh, he's averaged 3.6 wins per year. For 23 years, basically. And that's funny when you think about, like, oh, Rory, the player of the year, had three wins this year. Right. He's averaged 3.6 for 23 years. I tweeted this earlier. There's only <laughs> like, two guys on dude, the planet that not. have
0: won three of their last 14 starts. There's that. It's Tiger. There's Phil has... And Rory.
1: Phil's what? less? He's half, about?
0: Yeah. A little over half, yeah. I think there was something like there
1: was only three, maybe three modern players over 30.
0: Over so, 30 wins. So like, we,
1: it, It's just... It's nuts, man. It's absolutely insane how many wins eighty two wins is.
0: We agree that Cat, he died in two thousand nine, right? And he's reincarnated, right? Like For this sure. is a new cat. Yeah. He's won eleven times since like the accident and since like more than that since he broke his leg uh in the in the scandals. He's won eleven times. Jason Day's won twelve times in his career. Yeah. same, same with Payne Stewart. Like he's got a, a whole career post death that is, you know borderline hall of fame, if not hall of fame. Yeah. 11 wins in a major. He's got like nine wins on Mondays alone or something. <laughs> like that. Um, let's get to a couple questions. First one we got, maybe the most important one, Jeff M. Born asks, is that herbal active gum he's chewing? Well, we couldn't possibly, we couldn't confirm, confirm or deny. We
1: also couldn't deny. We, Correct. Do, we don't know. Uh, it's it's some sort of gum. It seems to be relaxing out there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a water based gum. It seems it seems unlikely. <laughs> well, tell us about but, Herbal Active for those that well, don't know. Well, for sure, Herbal Active. I think I mentioned this on the last podcast I was on, but uh, it is a water based CBD. Uh, I'm a I'm deep in the drops scene. I don't need to you know I don't need to mention that to you. It's strictly for the listeners. I'm deep into the drops twice a day, four to five drops. Once in the coffee, maybe a little tea in the afternoon, in the evening, maybe. Uh, helps me sleep so much better, helps me feel so much uh less old, I should say. Uh <laughs> this is working too, by the Dude, way. My it mom is. is like, so is this stuff is it
0: really work? Like, is it working? Yeah. I'm gonna order some. What's your promo code? So it's N L U twenty. N L U twenty. And get on there, herbal active U R B A L A C T I V. Uh get in there, get involved. I promise you, you won't you there you won't regret it. Like you will it takes a little a few days to like start to realize. Oh, like I do feel better. Oh, I do sleep better. Oh, and then it took you actually getting kind of deprived of it, you losing it, (laughs) that made you even realize how much you're missing it.
1: That's what I think the best, uh, the best wording I've heard, the best description I've heard of this so far is, you know, you're not going to take it and like feel all loose and zany like right right away, but the biggest difference comes when you stop taking it and you realize like, oh my god, that's right. I kind of felt awful all the time. Uh, and it just kind of slowly uh I've not taken that, the last two right. days and I
0: was like why do I why am I struggling so well much? if you just it moved do today it w- would be good to probably take that tonight yeah I'm gonna need something to get loosened up let's also check in with uh, our friends at Callaway um I it's God, I can't believe how we're already in October but the epic flash driver how much just take a guess how many worldwide wins do you think the epic flash driver has this year 30 50 <laughs> and I was trying to. I was just doubling down on the tiger. If you would have guessed like one twenty five, that would have been not. Well, that's why I was trying to go low. We actually didn't rehearse this either. So fifty worldwide wins for Callaway. Uh, I'm sorry, over 40 wins by the F- Epic Flash driver, but Callaway has over 50 worldwide driver wins in 2019. They got 75 wins with Odyssey putters as well. As Stephen Brown won uh, at the Portugal Masters today. I bet you didn't know that Portugal the Masters. Yeah, uh, uh, I missed that one earlier today. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, I was that one. checking. I was getting updates on. Listen, that, I know but. we're
1: talking about the Epic Flash driver. I don't. Know. I hope you don't mind if I commandeer this ad read Please and talk about might. the Jaws wedges because they have completely <laughs> changed my game. I'm just I'm throwing that out there. They're the best wedges I've ever had in my life. I have been you guys all saw it in videos, I have been battling significant, significant wedge yips for a long time. And these have you clip them like once or twice and you just feel ultimate confidence.
0: It's a little adjustment to realize like, boom, I gotta send this to the hole. Yeah. Because it's gonna stop. Like the ball is gonna check. And I haven't had a wedge that has spun like that really, and since like middle school, uh, I can't remember ever same. And that's since all the that di- since the diamond face, oh, uh, the, the, one the with diamond, No free ads, but the pure <laughs> spin diamond face scoring wedge. Uh, that was the, when the guy hit it off the cart path in the infomercial back in the day. I think that was like the me really, and my buddy it's really Frankie. Not that hard of a shot. Our only goal was to have some pure spin diamond face scoring wedges, and now you can get them with Callaway the Jaws wedges. So a random double ad for Callaway there, but yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I've been just itching to to talk
0: about the Jaws wedges because ripping they, the cover. Off my golf ball, they they grab so much, uh, so much of it. Um, Brent, Brendan Jennings also asked which tournament will be number eighty three for Tiger. He says my guess defends Augusta. You know, usually I don't go with the guys that also provide the answer to their to their own <laughs> question. But where does he win eighty three? Oh my God, he's not going to win the Masters again, is he? Oh, I just did it again. I doubted him again.
1: <laughs> God, that's a good question. Um, I'm gonna farmers? Have to think about that. Yeah, I, farmers, I feel like is becoming a little bit. I, I, I don't know, could be wrong, but do seems think like it's what, becoming a little more kind of bomb and gougy, you know, and, and I see, it like, what we saw from him this week, at least what I saw, you know, the, the limited amount that I saw is, like, where he's going to thrive is these places that he is just going to iron to death, you know, and he's going... Iron to, and putt, yeah. Yeah, and he's just going to be surgical with his iron shots, he's going to, like, it's the places where you're going to have to think your way around, and if you saw some of those greens, especially down the stretch today, like... Dude, it was you had to get it to the right level of the green. You couldn't be below, like, or you could be below, but you, you know, you'd have a much longer putt. But if you were going to give yourselves looks at birdies, like, you'd have to iron it to the right spot. And uh, I mean, I know that's obvious, but like, there's some courses that that line becomes so much finer, and I, I think that's where we're going to see him.
0: Well, there's some courses fighting. where you have to drive it better than he does. Like yes. you go to like Bethpage, like it's not going to be a good fit for him. But like something like Farmers, you can hit it. Like it's one of those courses where if you hit it far offline, sometimes you're a little bit go, better than go being... Way right. go way right. <laughs> you're sometimes a little better off than being like two yards off the fairway, and that's just some a place that he's always been able to get on the green from the rough. But that would be my prediction of the, of the next win he's going to have. Because I mean, maybe the knee was bothering him way more than we understood last year. Maybe he was in way more pain. Maybe I don't know. I, I, I don't know what his current situation is with painkillers and and all of that because that is a factor. I mean, I think. I think his play kind of ebbs and flows with how much pain he's able to deal with. I don't know if that's back or if that's knee or if it's neck or what. Um, I don't know. Again, it's just this giant black box of how he treats all those things because he's so mysterious about it. But I think there's just so much more. When he's not playing well, it is not because that anything is gone other than his health. Yeah. You know, and no, we, totally. but we, he plays enough, like kind of through pain that we start to wonder like, ah, is he still good? Like, can he still play? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. And you know, we, I go back to those chip yips that we saw and I definitely thought at that time, like it is gone. Like the talent is gone. But I think looking back at that now, we can say with such certainty that it, he was just dealing with, dealing with things that we couldn't really fully understand. You and I both listened to the Tiger Woods audiobook. Yeah. The Armand Catane, Jeff Benedict, this is a free ad for you. Uh, we listened to that on a long car spectacular, ride. It way. was I don't really know good. really what
1: took us so long to read that, but
0: I've heard good things about it, but I just, yeah, I hadn't, hadn't gotten to it. I was kind of like, ah, come on. I know the story of Tiger, but it was like fascinating. Totally. It was, it was just an in-depth biography of Tiger. It helped me understand him a lot better and kind of why he is the way he is. And just kind of how, obviously like his life is a fishbowl, but like how it got there and how ridiculous it is and how famous he is. Cause Golf fans I think maybe don't appreciate how famous he is in world circles.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. I think that I mean I remember saying that a lot like even back in high school and college like you could make a case I mean he was the most famous person on the planet for a long time. Maybe like the pope <laughs> other than that like maybe Michael Jordan, but I mean he was so transcendent and so uh just unique and and just, I don't I don't mean for sure like that, I'm agreeing with you like you yep. could you could make a case he was the most famous person on the planet and I'm sure that's dropped off now but like it's it's insane and so yeah taking that I, I'm curious taking that trip kind of back through all that stuff what was your favorite thing that stuck out you either learned or were reminded oh, of or whatever I did it Butch. <laughs> hit the shot That was a bit of a tough <laughs> a tough part is like I don't know how else you do it but Right in an audiobook, you know, there's one person doing all the voices. And so, all these quotes that are in this book, it's like, well, there's no way these are direct quotes. And so, so many of them were just very generic things. And with the emphasis that was put on by the narrator and everything, it was like, dude, nobody has ever sounded like that. And yeah. so, yeah, Tiger just exclaiming, I did
0: it, Butch. Like, Butch Harmon was trying I to teach hit him the him this, shot you taught me. this knockdown shot, and he finally pulled it off at the USAM final. And, yeah, the guy just comes in and says that. We, we we said that pretty much the whole rest of the trip. Uh, so I would recommend that. I'll give a free ad for uh, the book, Tiger Woods. I mean, this is this is obviously well-known in golf circles, but it really was uh, a worthwhile worthwhile use of our time. The favorite definitely. thing i uncovered like some of the stuff about his dad, I feel like that was the, you know, I, don't, I wouldn't say that's my favorite. I definitely walked away from that not thinking very highly of Earl Woods. Um but the the, the first, when you asked that what did I what stuck with me the most was after Tiger won the USAM at Newport and Earl celebrating the clubhouse saying Bobby Jones can kiss my black ass <laughs> that's <a> the <laughs>
1: that's
0: the that's the part that stuck yeah. out but like that's the bold kind of stuff that is in there where that I never really fully heard I mean we only get the sanitized version of everything from Tiger and that's that was uh, yeah. I of think, course, it's full of errors, and he's going to write his own book course. here. That's going to that's going to it's correct going to all
1: these errors. Set straight the haters and losers. Uh, uh, I think for me it was like, and we'll maybe talk about this in a little bit with uh, you know the wins that we remember most. But I think for me it was kind of like a reminder of how much of Tiger's uh, ascension like I was too young to either follow or too young to understand or or whatever. And so I th- I feel like I've been watching a lot of <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but I feel like I've been watching a lot of Tiger's career on like DVR almost. Where it's like, yeah, no, I can rattle off like where the winds came, and I can rattle off like, oh, the, he hit this shot here, and he hit this shot here. But I was like watching so few of those right. live because I was twelve, or I was ten, or you know, whatever. See, I love
0: though, as a kid, watching him win by eight. People would be like, oh, just a boring runaway win. I'm like, no, no, no. I I like that better than when he won by two. For sure. No, I, the ones I the ones I watched, I
1: remember. But like, there was just so many. Like, I. Yeah. completely missed and so along with that like there was so much personal life stuff that i missed too like i didn't realize that throughout all the tiger slam stuff and and all that like he had a like, serious girlfriend for like two and a half three years that's like the a name i've too. like yeah. literally never even heard before in my right. life and it's like like something as small as that and and seemingly kind of like insignificant as that is like like, man, what a huge part of his life that someone you feel like you, like, know everything about, it's like, man, that was a huge part that I had absolutely no idea about.
0: Spoiling part of the book. Big disappointment they never addressed when he showed up looking like Tao at the Stanford game <laughs> with his hair blonde. <laughs> I don't know how they missed that one. But it does make you realize, like, oh, my how – many, how many lives the cat has lived. Because, yeah. I mean, I never – even after the scandal broke out, I never knew about all the Vegas stuff and all the things he was doing with Barkley and yeah. and Jeter and stuff in New York. And I just, I don't know. I just, I guess I just refused to believe it because I kind of fell for the squeaky clean, clean image of it. Do you want to do nostalgic wins now? One of the topics we came up with was just to go, th- I mean, 82 PGA Tour wins. What were the five? First five that you kind of stuck out, stuck out to you, are the most nostalgic feeling you got from them. We're gonna see if we have any overlap. We're going blind. I'm on sure. This. We, I'm sure we do. We eliminated all majors from this, um, so this is just five random tour wins that Tigers had that have resonated with you. You go first.
1: So a lot of mine, like I was saying, is like a, a lot of them will be uh, later wins, just because, like, I, I mean, I, I watched all the majors back then, but like there were so few actual weekly PJ tour events that i was yeah i don't know I if these are watching.
0: nostalgic from when i watched it or just like exactly and that's where yeah. i'm like
1: oh well, yeah canadian open you know he hit the, the i shot watched that co- one i'm like dude i don't even think you watched that yeah. on tv like you've just seen the highlights a hundred times so <laughs> I, I do have a couple i know i watched the firestone
0: shot in the dark yeah uh, i know i watched one that my... one so that
1: was i think 2000 so if we're going chronological i think
0: that's my earliest okay i earliest just went one. for the first five that i thought of uh so i have to cross off that one uh my number one list steven ames I mean, come on (laughs) That's that's, true
1: No, that's true I do remember that one too I should have put that one on the list Yeah, that one's on there All right, what's next? Uh, 2001 Better than most Again, that's one that like You know, could have been Yeah, I definitely
0: didn't watch That was Saturday too That was Saturday But I do
1: remember watching I remember I was at the uh, I think I was at the golf course That I grew up at was kind of like either working or playing or
0: you weren't tweeting from uh, the pga tour social media handle
1: i was not not in 2001 no that would come about you know 11 years later but uh yeah so that was you know not much for me to say on that one that that probably
0: hasn't been said other, already this is a personal one for me i doubt we have an overlap on this one uh he won the memorial three years in a row in between 99 2000 2001 there was one year where he had a huge lead on 18 and i swear i think he did this on purpose he airmailed the 18th green and hit the cart path and it went all the way up by the clubhouse and made the crowd scatter. He didn't miss a shot like the whole week. He was up by at least 5 and I just remember everyone having to scatter and hit. I think he made double or something but I swear he just like wanted to send a message well, for some reason. Well, I had an uphill shot. Like who airmails an uphill shot? I had
1: one uh you know where I shot the tree instead of the flag uh, this week at Wilmington so maybe he uh, But you hit the green, didn't you? Well, I was just just long right. <laughs> But yeah, maybe, you know, maybe at a bad number, <laughs> four clubs too many. All right, what's next? 2009 BMW Championship. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know that this would make a lot of people's lists, but I was in college uh, in Peoria, drove up to Cog Hill that day, was with a buddy and like got up so fucking early to, to make that drive and got up there. And that happened to be, that was on Saturday. That happened to be the day he shot 62 uh, and just like boat raced. Everybody and randomly, I think what I remember most about that day is we were just hanging at the range afterwards, and Padraig Harrington was the only person out there. And Coghill has this big barn at the end of the, at the end of the driving range, and Padraig Harrington uh, was just for I don't know why like he was like working on his swing for a little while. No, yeah, and then he just kind of like got goaded into by fans into uh, hitting Happy Gilmore shots, trying to hit them over the barn, and then he did. So it was he wow. was hitting these. Carrying these Happy Gilmore swings like three fifteen. That's pre Gankus over days, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. He didn't even have speed then. Two thousand. I do remember watching this on television. The duel with Ernie at Kapalua.
1: Yeah, I see. I, that, I had that one sprung to my mind, and I was like, "You liar! You didn't watch that." I actually might not have either. <laughs>
0: but, like, I'm pretty sure I watched that one. I remember. I do remember watching it go to a playoff. I think. I don't know. It's who gets almost possibly, 20. who who's, could possibly say who's gonna Yeah, yeah, I watched it. Who's going to be able to audit that one? That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All these 96, like from 96 yeah. Milwaukee,
1: I, for sure. I watch every the shot. The 94 USAM. <laughs> Next I had, I believe it was 2012. So he had like, I mean, he had 50, like it feels like, even today kind of feels like it a little bit, but he had he's had like 50 comeback wins, you know, where it's like, oh my exactly. God, this is his first win since X. And his win at Bay Hill after which came after the uh I almost put the the Chevron, I believe it was twenty eleven.
0: Chevron. It was.
1: When he beat like Zach Johnson or right. like,
0: whomever. And celebrated way too hard for to that too, moment. Yeah,
1: yes, exactly. Well, you know, he got the monkey off his back. Yeah. But uh Bay Hill was like his first like proper proper win uh after all the, the really shitty shit. And uh, so that was. I remember that that one gave me like some some serious chills. Yeah.
0: If you need any more motivation to, to do the audio book for the uh, Tiger Woods book, they do read the text messages out loud. That's right. Which is is jarring. Yeah. To say the it's least. Unsettling. So I have up next the two thousand Canadian Open, of which course. I do. Sure. Honestly, think I watched. <laughs> <laughs> Who could possibly say? I do remember watching that and being like, you know what? I don't. I, I remember thinking. I wonder if he would do this if it was a major. Would he try this shot if it was a major? That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. Who could say? Who could say?
1: Next. <clears throat> uh, my last one I had was in 2013. It was uh, at Firestone 21. We can talk about the limited fields thing after this if you like. <laughs> but I was out there. I think it was Friday. Uh, and I was at Firestone. I think it was the first time I was ever out there following, you know, watching that golf course. And Tiger had, like, a legit chance to shoot 59 and I just happened to be like walking with him that day and following every shot, and so basically had seen like every shot of his fifty nine, like as it was just like building, 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 and then he birdied, I think he birdied like fourteen or fifteen to like really have a chance, and then he made a bogey, I think coming in, but or or part an easy easy hole or something, but shot sixty one, and that was like probably my one of my five favorite days at the pj tour was being like inside the ropes up close seeing every shot of that was that was about as cool as it gets
0: the next day was that saturday that was friday friday okay two days later is the famous gif where he licks his finger and like puts a tally on the board when he finally he's up by like 13 yes and finally makes a birdie on sunday and like does the little tally in the air uh my last one has already been named the 2000 bridgestone the the, uh finish in the dark yeah how no, about that, huh? Only one, only one overlap. But I love the story behind that. In that they all had to go to a charity event the next day, and something or Tiger, maybe, maybe just Tiger, had to or something. They had they had to get out of there that night, and it was like not an option. I think he's playing with Hal Sutton, and like Sutton grinded all the way through. Listeners may know him as Hallamoon, which. Fitting, like how it could have cost himself a lot of money coming down the <laughs> yeah. stretch there, which he would have had to distribute. But uh, I remember that they, the reason they were trying to grind so hard to finish was like they had to, had to get out of there by that day. So I don't think I knew that. I mean, I didn't really explain it very well. So yeah. It might not even be true for all we know. Um, we got to do, we got to address uh, the elephant in the room. Uh, Will uh, knows best. Limited fields. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> Will knows bests. Uh, this is a question for Tron Carter NLU. Who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, I have to. <laughs> no, I Michael have to. Uh, I have to fall in the sword what, here. What gives you the right? This might have been what reignited the cat. But uh, Tron is famous for doing the R.I.P. cat tweet. For basically, the goal of the tweet. <laughs> I'm not speaking for Tron here, but it's to get. It's to do it like comically early. For sure. Right. Like oh, tiger! Like, I don't know
1: why people expect that we should be on Twitter, being like, wow, what a what a sentimental moment. Yeah, <laughs> just think
0: of what his children have gone through. It's like, dude, that's that's not really what we do here, man. But uh, Tron has not been on Twitter for quite some time, and we were at the uh, we had been hanging out at the you know we've been traveling. What was it Thursday? I guess Wednesday night. Um, and Cat had bogeyed the first three holes, hit in the water in the first one. He played first of all, he played terrible in the skins game, hits in the water the first hole, and bogeys the first three. And uh, I just asked him, heck, hey, are you gonna bump the tweet?" And he goes, "What? What?" I was like, "Cat just bogey the first three holes. He would have never done it if I didn't prompt him." And he just didn't even ask any questions. Just went out there. I beat <laughs> Cat. Wakes <laughs> nine birdies later. Tiger's leading after round one. But I do. I, he did ask me to declare that I I forced him. Yeah, that game. seems at least partially your fault. Yes, the, the previous seventy-eight times diet, uh, <laughs> he's done it. He's on his own for that. He's uh, on his own for that. You want to do your thing with limited
1: field? <laughs> well, well just speaking of dumbass tweets, I—that's I, all I was saying was, you know, if you really, if you really want to think about it, I almost floated it out to Twitter, just like, hey, if somebody gives me twenty dollars, like I'll, I'll write a column about this. But his last four wins have all been uh, limited fields. Should we be concerned? My, my column. How many of his majors are a limited field events? I mean, five of them, Five right? of them, right? Yeah. yeah, people forget. There's only like 98 guys at the Masters. How many people play the Zozo? Uh, like 76. Oh, God, that's really not that many. Bridgestone, 76. It is... Tour Championship, 30. Amazing how much... I'm grows. very much kidding by this thing. Like that. I know. There's been many haters and losers coming at me today, which has been fun because I've fired back at a lot of them. But.
0: You have fun with that on Twitter. I can't
1: do it. It's I can't, the, like... That, well, I just don't get what, like... Yeah, I I don't know why. I, I think there's a bad uh, a bad habit of trying to like be understood by the entire internet. Like, no oh, gosh, everybody has to know that this was not a joke. It's like, oh, that's not gonna happen. So I'm gonna just roast this one guy at least.
0: But I've had enough that have been so painfully obvious <laughs> that they're a joke that still get corrected that it just makes me it makes me lose faith in humanity. Really is what it does. I've gotten probably. Forty responses right now.
1: Oh, really? The Masters was a limited field. Oh, really? Have you looked at Sam Sneed's record? You, if you're gonna audit his, you really should audit audit Sam's. <laughs> well, listen, guys, look. At we, that. Did hey, we did hey, that. If you don't, if you don't want to hear the truth,
0: you gotta <laughs> stay out of the the no spin zone. The DJ Pi's Twitter account. Was uh, I shoot, I chopped the name off of this one. Sorry, uh, was the tour keeping the 10th hole par four during the second round when it played 140 yards the most we've ever lived under par, <laughs> the deepest under par we've ever been? That was a good one, which I see. Pars irrelevant, social construct.
1: I, I assume it was just for like data feeds. And stuff. I got it. Like, I, I don't think like you can it, like adjust par. Like, way through around because it would fuck up all the yeah like they tried all the shot tracker stuff and all that like they've done this before this when they did it at Ch- yeah
0: they have and they did the the par change at chambers bay like it, it messed up some things in data scoring and stuff yeah. like that so if you can't there's never been better evidence though that par does not matter than the fact that like yeah. oh yeah like we can't change it for scoring like here's 140 yards i did love the tweets that were flying in like a lot of eagle opportunities out there today <laughs> like, <laughs> well it will be sick to like that that'll kind of juke the stats uh tiger's at birdie the end of the percentage yeah. yeah did you see Bubba's shot through the trees
1: yeah so I still don't I couldn't get a good feel for what was going on I assume that hole just snaps hard left to right and it he does. was just he would have a better angle if he played it mega up that right side like, I can't confirm a second like a hundred yards right of the fairway and I think
0: he was just bored And he ends up hitting it between the hole sign and a tree, quite literally 90 degrees to the right. Like he had to move the marshal out of the way to hit it through there and then hit a big cut. That might have
1: been the ultimate in real life weird flex, but okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, That was admittedly pretty sick. I I hit it through that gap in the tree.
0: That was like, so (laughs) we talk about this, or I usually say I give things the Bubba test, right? Like if Bubba did this, would I make fun of him? And, like, if, if it was a player that we liked more than Bubba, we'd be like, oh, that is sick. So I had to celebrate it that. Was we did that. Yeah, yeah it's no, awesome. It was that's incredible. Um, the, What what tournament was that? I guess it was, I think it was, like, Kemper Lakes in 89 at the PGA. Yes. Greg Norman tried to drive the 18th green or something. They had to plant a tree. They planted a tree, like, overnight. Yeah, it's right? happened somewhere else Between before. Between, like, the yeah. third round and final round or something. Yes. They brought in a brought in a tree at Roach Jake 15 is asking, does this win help cat reach golf digest top 30? Nice guys list. He was pretty nice
1: in the, uh, in the post round. Well, I think,
0: as everybody knows... We didn't even talk about the Kush
1: yet. Everybody. <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. Or Chiba Japan. <laughs> we should do another CBD ad. That reminds me. Yeah, I mean, listen, everybody knows that the Golf Digest Nice Guys rankings, it's, it's a black box. You know, we don't know how they how they tabulate those scores. It's a lot like the Walker Cup, how they pick the Walker Cup. It's such <laughs> such a political system. How do people tie in the Nice Guy rankings I mean, list? it's got to just be a voting... I mean, it's
0: right in votes, I assume. But The best, the possibly best,
1: best tweet of the week was... Uh, and I really don't want to spend a lot of time on the... The Golf Digest, nice guy's list. But Tweet of the Week might have been uh, Kuchar
0: with back, backdoor top 25. <laughs> <laughs> he is 25th on the list. Ricky Fowler was the number one. Uh, and our guy, Max Homa, finished tied for 29th with your boy, Chez Revy.
1: Yeah, I think Max, I, I think he should take that, as, uh, take that as a sign to maybe, you know, be a little nicer to volunteers out there, maybe be a little nicer to uh, the valets, the caddies, um, you know, people like that. Hopefully Max takes this to heart and uh, tries
0: to improve. One thing I wanted to uh, wanted to point out when we were talking more about Cat is I think it's kind of underrated and under discussed that he's doing this on his own now. Yeah, he's got his, he doesn't like his, at least as far as I know. Correct me if I'm wrong. He has no swing coach of any kind.
1: Not that I know, but he's certainly gone without making announcements uh, on stuff before. So, which who, like, who knows?
0: I know uh, he's obviously like the most talented player to ever play this game, but like legitimately, I think everyone out there has a swing coach of some kind. Like other like does he set does he go and like set up video Bubba. on Bubba's his never, own? Bubba's never, Bubba's a never had a lesson. Yeah. That's right. But does he go and like set up video on his I'm own? I'm sure he does. And look at it and yeah, do sure all of does. it on his own. And I'm sure own? I'm
1: sure he has, you know, he plays with like he's got a lot of close, you know, the the people on his his quote unquote team, Team Tiger. Yeah. I'm sure they're down there playing golf with them all the time and like they see a swing. A lot of them are good players and it's like I think it's probably what you're talking about. Like, it's it's pretty simple to set up video. He's got his track man, and, like, you know, I think there was a lot of people that, to their credit, said that during, you know, all the, the Foley changes and the Chris Como changes and all that stuff, where it's like, dude, he just needs to, like, own this golf swing. Like, he's the best person to ever swing a golf club. Like, take full ownership and don't try to listen to somebody else. And it seems like, I mean, at least today, you know, this week, it seems like that's, uh, that's
0: really spoken uh, volumes it's it just seems I, I'm not a swing expert it just seems like a very simplified it just seems yeah. like it's going to be very safe still feel like he's driving it good enough you know For to sure. compete he's never been a great 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 accurate driver of it but we got to give a shout out to Hideki's bunker shot on 18 a little bit reckless yeah if I may say that it was He's trying to win. You play to win the game. I guess. I mean, I think he could have had hit in the fairway and tried to hold it. I don't know, and hope for a tiger bogey. I don't know. Apparently, I, I was streaming online, and the 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 ads that pop up within that are different than I think of what happens on TV. A lot of people were not happy with the number of commercials that came with this broadcast. <sighs> so, Tough uh, scene. Yes, we're gonna do both both sides of this, right? Because right, I can't are there imagine. Two sides of this? Well, yeah, like dude like a Monday in Japan. Yeah. Imagine yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's true. The camera. Imagine the flights. That all had to be, all the logistics that had to happen to get that done today. Yeah, to no, get totally. everyone out there, to get the announcers back out there. I know that sounds like, hey, it's your job. I like, go do it. Like, Tiger One, of course you got to do it. That's not, it's definitely not the way it works. Like, it costs, I make this up, at least I've heard things like it costs like half a million dollars to like run a tournament for a day. So, between like, just set up and all the things that go into i know volunteers like work for free but all the security and everything that goes in with a tournament like it costs a lot of money to do every day for sure no idea if that half million total is right but the number might surprise you how big it is to get all that done to turn around and and have the tele have it televised live uh like it like of course they had to like with tiger winning they would have got murdered if not but i just think that's really impressive like i don't even know how they get all their because like they ship all of the stuff to Hawaii, like all like trailers full of stuff on ships. I don't mean like ship it; like they put it on a ship to Shout get out to, the to Hawaii. The whole, the
1: whole Sabaka crew. Yeah,
0: <laughs> how do they do it for Asia? I don't know how they do uh, it. I don't know. Yeah,
1: that's a very good question. I'm uh, sure it's God. I don't even know. Do they float it all over from like?
0: I don't know if there's like a L.A. and if they rent it from to, Asia to Korea and then they just kind of
1: bounce it around Asia. That's I don't know. That's absolutely insane. The, the
0: logistics are literally mind blowing however
1: (laughs) (laughs) no that's where it's like I I was gonna say something today and like the last thing you want is Tigers like marching to this historic win and you're
0: like we did 40 minutes of real golf we can do a little coverage on the back
1: well that's kind of where even just like from our perspective it's like Tigers going and winning this historic tournament like the last thing people want is like us bitching about like oh there was too many commercials however like that's kind of the point though is like Tiger fucking woods is going and winning this golf tournament. And like even today, I'm like having a hard time locking in and focusing because like it is every three minutes, it's every five minutes. It's like it was tough. It is relentless. And so that's not a it's not a golf channel only thing. It's not a today only thing, but it's something that like we're gonna keep saying because it's like unwatchable when it gets like that. And like even when the best player of all time is literally proving that he's the best player of all time. By tying this record and yeah. doing all this stuff. Like,
0: but all the like it gets were... to the
1: point where it's like, dude, this is, yeah. if you can't make this, like, if I can't walk away with this, like, with no complaints after this, like, what the hell are we even doing?
0: It's funny to see the people that were, like, tweeting at us about all the commercials. It's like, guys, what do, you think, what do you think we've been talking about? <laughs> like, we are blue in the face talking about this. Are you yeah. just now watching it? But it does. And, I, you know, I, a couple people came up to me, you know, we're talking uh, golf this past weekend at the Ringer. And the guy's like, Yeah, I watch the Masters and whenever Tigers playing. For sure. And I was like, Yeah, you know, man, like that makes a lot of sense. Like, totally. it really. Yeah, do no, really you don't does have to watch it. But I, right. we don't usually interact with a lot of those people. Like, because I, I think a lot of people we interact with are harder core golf fans than that. But when he said that, I was like, Yeah, dude, that sounds like a, a way better way to do this. <laughs> Last thing I'll say about the Zozos, people are mad Keegan didn't finish out first on 18. I didn't really notice. But I, yeah, I didn't notice. And, la- and actually, I was wrong. The last thing, Keegan's shoes were absolutely atrocious. By the a way. lot of people were ripping on Tiger's white shoes too, which he's done
1: that. Yeah, he does many that all many, many time. times. Yeah, yeah. the cut. Also, if you <laughs> if you want to rip on Tiger's uh, fashion prowess on the golf course, it's typically pretty good. Yeah. But there were some photos floating around off golf course. Like there's plenty is, else yeah, out there. Yeah, come on. If you uh, you haven't been paying attention, if if you're just noticing
0: that now, Google Tiger Woods Juntao and yeah. see what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> the had a chance to give myself a cush, give
1: myself a little cush. <laughs> that was huge for me because we always uh, are constantly <laughs> quoting uh, Jerry Maguire and the the famous uh, quarterback. Yeah, when he answers the
0: phone, yeah, this is cush. Uh, and so that was immediately where my mind went. Had a chance to give myself a little cush. That was that was the perfect sign off. We didn't get a Sansi afterwards. That was a little disappointing. Congratulations to the cat man. That gets me like, kind of reignited. I kind of thought. Of course, I had the thought that was like, okay, you know, he won the Masters, he kind of walk off. We're not going to do this again, okay? <laughs> Everyone listening, I want you to put your hand up in the air if you're driving in your car. Just make the pledge. I heard it from people, probably more so in person, you know, people asking, like, hey, Tiger's done, right? Like, he's done. I didn't see too many people in the golf media world calling him dead after what happened this summer and this fall. But it started to happen. People being like, I don't know, yeah, I don't think he's ever going to do it again. I'm like... But dude, did you see what he came back from to win the Masters? Like, we're not – do not fall for this again, all right? People thought after, he, after, you know, he broke his leg, he wouldn't come back and be the same. People thought after the scandal, he wouldn't come back. And he's never been the same same, but he's come back and won so many times. And I wanted to go through and count how many lives, but I think we're past nine, so I think it's fine to say the cat has eternal life. He's invincible. So don't fall for it, man. Don't – if he has a couple missed cuts to open up the year, don't let – you know, the short-sightedness make you think that he can't do this because he's proven time and time and time and time and time and time. I can say it 82 times. He can do this. <laughs> like, he can. And he's – he's maybe is he the biggest you – know, obviously, the health is the big question mark, but when he's even remotely healthy, he can win golf tournaments. So, let's not fall for it again. Agree. Promise? Promise. Okay. Uh,
1: last thing I want to I. mention on, on Tiger was uh, someone <laughs> – he goes by a bona fide slide on, uh, on Twitter, but he had a very good point that basically – Tiger's first win was this well-established kind of legacy event in Vegas, and now 23 years later, like, he's still winning at something called the Zozo in Japan that wouldn't have existed, like, without him. Right. And he made the tournament, basically. And that's just, like, a really cool, uh, kind of a cool way to think about it. It's, <laughs> um, like, he's, he's just kind of, like, he's, like, one of those people who's, like, walking... Uh, you know when you're walking on like a bridge and it starts, it keeps like appearing in front of you. <laughs> you know he's kind of he's
0: kind of doing that. I like
1: with that the, with his career. So we touched on Telecast a little bit. Yeah, you, you want to talk CBS? Yes, I a little do. Bit? I
0: do. We I, I made sure we saved it for the end. So if you don't want to do coverage stuff or CBS stuff, feel free to sign off. This is it. Yeah, sign off. Cheers, crack on, if you will. <laughs> uh, some news came out of CBS that Peter Costas and Gary McCord will not be returning to their contracts were not renewed. Their contracts were up uh, after this past year and they will not be renewed. Uh, Peter Costas had a long statement uh, that was on Facebook or John Oren had it. I think uh, that said that uh, he was thinking about doing something different and CBS made it easy by not picking up his two year option. So what's your first reaction? My
1: first reaction was possibly surprising with how much we bitch about CBS, but like, man, that, that was not the issue. Like, Costas was not the issue. Like he, I really no. actually like Costas. I think we say that. I think he's. I think we say solid. that a, a lot. On, yeah. I mean, he's he's not the issue though. Right. <laughs> he's not. There there are a million. Uh, he's not irreplaceable,
0: other but he's not, yeah. m- not even close. Not even in the realm of the issues we have
1: with CBS. And I think McCord is whatever. I mean, I I, I do appreciate actually. I, I appreciate somebody who's trying to take it a little less seriously and, and trying to be a little less whispered, hush tones and, and tries to make it a little more fun. It just hasn't really been fun for a while, I don't think. It's been a lot of just yeah. sound effects uh, rather than kind of like... <laughs> it's, it's like a bad Tony <laughs> Romo. <laughs> yeah, it's been a lot of that for a while. So uh, not te- yeah. terribly heartbroken on that one, but I did think Costas was was better than... Uh, he was among the best, if not the best, on the on the crew. So I was a little bummed to see that. And what was kind of shocking was trying to really like put together a short list of who's going to like replace those guys, because it's one thing to be like, oh, this you know this guy sucks, like get rid of him, but it's another thing like golf doesn't do a good job of kind of cultivating talent, you know, and and there's a lot of guys on PJ Tour Live and there's a lot of guys on Golf Channel, but even all all those guys and girls are like. Seemingly like doing such an Im- impression of a golf announcer, rather than trying to actually like have any kind of unique voice or yeah. do anything differently or stand out in any way. So it's like, like I think John Rollins does golf, but like I don't, I couldn't possibly tell you one yeah. thing he's ever said. And, and like Mark Wilson is similar. I know he does PJ Tour Live, and like both probably delightful, yeah. super nice guys. But it's like, dude, I, we need. Some, if we're trying to shake things up, which I would guess they're trying to do by firing two of their – or not renewing yeah. two of their
0: most legacy people, then I don't really know where you turn. few things here. One, I want to make very clear that this is definitely not one of those things that I think like, oh, I could do that. I could do that better than them. Like, I don't think they're in a posi- position to succeed. No. I don't want that hard. job. Yes, I don't think I'd be great at it. I don't have like <laughs> – Here's the five things you should do to be better at this job. Like I think it's hard, and I think it's like live stuff. We do a live show, and it's hard to do. And these guys are calling like live action, and all of the things going on at once. I can't imagine like trying to think creatively with like a producer in your ear. Totally. Okay, coming back from replay yeah, here yeah. on fourteen, and now we're up with Justin Thomas on fifteen. Peter, go. Oh, uh, here's Justin. Like you, you would automatically just default to like here's what we're looking at and here's what's happening. Cause I don't know. It's so hard to be on the spot and that's what made Johnny Miller so good. Yeah. Like he was willing to put himself out there without being like a parody. I think he was a parody a little bit at times, but <laughs> that's kind of where I come from on this. Just to be clear. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like, Hey, hire this person, hire this person. Like the main issue we've always had with it is like at the helm, like the whole tone of it, the pace of it, the music, the shots of dogs on the beach, the lack of golf shots shown, the lack of flow to it, the number of putts shown compared to drives, the context of everything we're looking at, just the self-servedness of all of it. How much time, how long do I have to go? Yeah, the the commercials that aren't even commercials. And it's just again and again and again and again that's the same thing despite the overwhelming feedback that things need to change. And they don't. And so like... These two guys changing is not going to affect the viewers. That was my over, overall point on Twitter. Is like it's going to be some different voices in your ear, but you get cycled in different voices throughout the year. Frank Nabolo has done some stuff with CBS. Luke Elby's awesome. done some stuff. Yeah. Like those guys are probably going to have much greater roles, I would imagine, in the coming. You know, and I think they will do quite fine at that. I don't think it's going to be groundbreaking watershed moments. I don't think it's going to change things a lot. And that's that's the issue. And so I don't know. I have no idea if this is in relation to the current negotiations that are going on with TV. I think what's can't imagine. I think it's well, I think this is isn't changing anything, I don't think. No. And
1: that's what's interesting. There was a lot of people that kind of said that, like, oh, gosh, this must mean they're not going to, you know, they think they're not going to get golf back for after 2021, blah, blah, blah. It's like even if that was the case, like they're still going to have it through 2021. You know, so even if CBS is not right, renewing so, their contract, like they still have golf for the next two years. So it's right. But if you don't have it
0: past twenty twenty one, it just seems to, like
1: you would ride it out a two year contract with like two I don't people know have been I mean, there forever. But, but maybe like, not. we're
0: talking seven figures for both these guys. Like yeah, I would, I don't have true. that. Yeah. I mean, I would have to have to believe that. So if you're fading away from covering golf, I, I think that would be one of the yeah, things. Maybe. It might be on the chopping block. Like, yeah. hey, if we can get this younger person to do it at you know one sixth of the cost or whatever that would be then maybe that's where they decide to i don't know yeah i'm not sure i mean they're paying a whatever amount for the rights i don't know if that's necessarily where i would cut the cost but i mean uh, yeah if you have the same staff year over year those guys are getting raises like all the time and so i imagine like their cost of running it is way more than it was eight years ago so yeah anyways i don't think it's going to change too much who's your dream replacement? If they could, I don't have, like, I don't know. I think it's
1: hard to, well, it's I, hard to think
0: about. People uh, have been bringing up Romo for golf for quite some time, and I've never understood the appeal. I'm have come, i coming around. I'm coming around, yeah. I'm no, coming I'm around too. really strong, of like, yeah, you don't. It's nice to have a PGA Tour player up there that's somebody that has experience. But like you said, you can kind of start to sound like a robot PGA Tour player and not say anything interesting. Somebody from outside that can obviously play. Like he threatened right. making a cut at a PGA Tour event, which. You know, people say, and I've, I've said some disparaging things of Romo's game, but it's it's not meant to disparage him. It's like, I like having him out there as like a barometer of like how good that tour pros actually are. Totally. And the amount of tour events he's played where he shot 77 and 82 and missed the cut, like, says a lot about, not a lot about him. It's like, that's what a scratch to one plus one handicap would shoot at a PGA tour event. Right. But he clearly, clearly, clearly has game and the chops for announcing. So I think he'd be a good compliment to somebody that has experience in the booth. I would or has surprised experience playing if, on tour surprised
1: if he would want to take that much on. But you know, with everything he yeah. does with football, and I don't know, maybe CBS does a shitload of golf. It's a lot of work and a lot of weeks traveling and a lot of a lot of that stuff. So I don't. I, I think like a lot of people have talked about Ogilvy. I don't know if his playing career is. Totally done enough to take on again, like a really big. He'd be amazing, but I think he'd be my number one, number
0: one choice. And people uh, are asking us too, like, any chance of some of the guys getting poached from Fox? I don't see that happening. I know Faxon was kind of my other top right. choice because
1: just because he's so good, you know. Not, I know he does more than one week a year, but that's what most most, right. most golf fans see him at, at the U.S. Open. But yeah, would love to see him twenty weeks a
0: year instead. Well. I... So this, obviously we're close with Bacon and we have a relationship with Faxon as well. So this, this when I say this, this is not coming from them as a source, I promise. But from my understanding is like it's going to be super hard to poach the Fox people because they, I think, to my understanding, they get paid pretty similarly that to like NBC and CBS to do a lot less events. <laughs> like their contracts are great yeah. as far as how much you work for it. And they've got to do some some tough events to prepare for like the US juniors and all that stuff is not easy to do but from my understanding it's not that realistic to poach guys from from Fox just because their their per hour on TV rate is is very good <laughs> it's unbeatable so, so that's what made the Azinger thing kind of surprising to me
1: but, and i think we can confirm here uh will not be big randy either well We've not heard. He's not here to speak no, for himself. Th- we don't put words I, in his mouth. You know, I got confirmation from his agent earlier today. Uh, he he's declined any. He he didn't say he declined. He, he didn't say he was offered the job, but he said we won't be taking the job. Okay. Well, I hadn't heard that. But if
0: if you <laughs> if you if you if you truly believe that, then we'll go. With I do. That.
1: I'll go. I'll stick by that reporting. Okay.
0: Uh, you want to wrap it at that? Let's do it there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the emergency pod. This Congrats was... to the cat, man. Always yeah, always awesome. fun to. Always fun to see him back. It's awesome. I mean, like, it, yeah. I mean, it's exciting. I can't. It makes me more excited for next season. Yeah. Um. I hope he is able to just stay healthy and do it's a good. bunch of do a bunch of competitive stuff. You don't have to win. It's good. Like for you t- don't have to win every week. Good for the TV negotiations too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: like him winning two or three more times before that deal gets wrapped up will be.
0: Pretty lucrative for everybody. Yeah, which is coming up uh, in the coming weeks, months. It's it's coming up soon. There's going to be some announcements somewhat soon. Have heard some things. We have heard some rumors. We're not willing to put any of it out there yet. I may I may lock it up. May may write it down. Lock it up. Put it in a in a, uh, a
1: sealed envelope. A, a
0: sealed envelope and unveil it when uh, when it comes out. It's hard to it's hard to put your foot down and be authoritative about it when you hear a lot of different things. But all I'll say, there looks to be that changes are coming. We'll see. We'll end it at that. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes.
1: Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.